The Four Pillars of Success. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Successful Bodyworker Podcast. I am your host, Zach Mayfield, creator of Successful Bodyworker, where helping and healing therapists always comes first. This is your one and only podcast show that talks solely about the self-care and longevity of the massage therapist and bodyworker. Whether you practice ashiatsu, chair massage, deep tissue, relaxation, doesn't matter to me. I will have the tips and tricks to help you stay in the game for the long haul so you can keep doing what you do best working on clients. Now, you probably have looked at the title before you clicked this episode, and you're probably wondering, four pillars, what what does that mean? My guest today has created the four pillars of success to successfully coach and mentor many therapists to thrive in their practices, helping, as she says, these rock star therapists to reach their dreams and potentials. So something came to mind as we were talking about this topic. Picture you have these four tall pillar shaped structures that are all connected to each other via chain or rope. Each of these pillars correspond to things that will help you to succeed in your business. The first is mindset, the next is technique, then business, and then self-care. Now, each of the pillars are the same weight or you know the same amount of focus that you spend in each area. But when you focus too much on one particular aspect, that particular pillar is pushed and the whole structure is disrupted and may end up falling over. So that may be a bit of an overstatement, but you get the point. (laughs) I think when therapists focus too much on one aspect, for instance, just business, they lose sight of things like self-care and rest. They are constantly thinking about how can I fill these vacant hours in my schedule? What kind of ads do I need to create? I I need to make this much per year, etc. If your body and your mind are not in tip-top shape, then how are you supposed to focus hard on something like business and sales? How long will you be able to practice without burning out that way? So this and more is the stone that we turn in today's episode. So let's get into my talk with Melinda. All right, so today I have my friend Melinda Liu on the show and she will be breaking down something that she believes is the key to success and longevity. She is going to break down the four pillars of success and how you can apply them to your practice if you feel like you are struggling. All right, so first things first, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, what got you into body work and what you do currently? Sure, thank you for having me. No problem. <laughs> I, I have been a massage therapist for over 17 years. I started I started my journey, if you will, as a client, and I had some dance injuries and some various health issues that I was struggling with at the age of 19, which is pretty young to be dealing with health issues. So I started as a client in the health and wellness world, trying to recover, trying to get healthy, trying to live my best life. And I just remember my first massage was so much more than I thought it was going to be. (laughs) You know, it's just sort of a experience into a whole other world that you didn't know existed. And it really opened the door for me to explore holistic health and healing in general. And then I took a holistic health and wellness 12-week course, which was a very 
good introduction to massage and body work, yoga and meditation, nutrition and supplements, just all kinds of personal and spiritual growth work in addition to health and wellness lifestyle. It was, it was a really solid foundation intro course. And from that point on, I knew this was the work that I wanted to do. So it became less about my own personal healing journey, but also a career change because I was um, in the performing arts world before as a professional dancer. So I knew at that point I wanted to leave performing arts and move into the healing arts. And that's how I got into the field. And it was a very natural transition because I was already a dancer, which means I was very aware of my body. In dance, you have to be so in tune with your body because you have to ask yourself to move in a variety of ways. Yeah. Uh, so I was already very body-centered and so teaching yoga was so natural for me to pick up. And then learning massage and body work was also natural for me to pick up. So I didn't even realize how much I would enjoy being a massage therapist and a body worker. Uh, but because I'm so body aware and body centered, it just felt easy and natural for me. And I loved it. And I dived in and I never came out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was 17 years ago, huh? So, yes, yes. So what was that very first session for you like? What what made it have such a profound effect on you? Well, I went in for Achilles tendonitis pain. Mm. That was my chief complaint. And so when I was dancing, every time I would jump and land, I would have shooting pain up my calf, which is really bad when you're a dancer. Yeah, really <laughs> so bad. So I, I, I mostly went in there kind of like most clients do, like, can you just fix my pain, right? And having like little other expectations other than pain relief. But I remember during the session that it was so much more than that. Yes, he worked on my calves. And yes, he treated my chief complaint. But I also felt this deep sense of relaxation. I just felt so much better than I thought I was going to feel. Uh, like I said, it was just this way into a whole other world. I didn't know I could feel that good. I didn't even know that I was that stressed out. Yeah, yeah. Like you just don't, you don't know because you have no contrast. <laughs> and so then when someone kind of shows you this whole other way of being like getting into parasympathetic mode and I was standing taller and I just felt so good and I hadn't felt that good maybe ever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, it was definitely eye opening and revealing to me that there's this whole other way of being. Yeah. All right. So uh, moving forward, let's talk about burnout. In, in your opinion, what are the main reasons why therapists burn out? Well, I'd like to speak from my own experience. In 17 years, I have many stories of burnout and for varying reasons why. In fact, I was just thinking the other day, I feel like I burn out every year <laughs> and I have to make I have to make adaptations every year to make sure that I continue loving what I do and staying in this field as a working body worker. I'm still in practice yeah. after 17 years. But some of the reasons why I have personally burned out are some of the typical reasons that you hear. Working too many hours and working yourself to the bone every day, all day, too many sessions. That is one obvious way that you burn out because we only have so much energy that we can give. I have also burned out on living an unhealthy lifestyle, not getting enough sleep, eating heavy foods before 
you go do three or four appointments and feeling like you have food coma. (laughs) I have burned out in certain work situations that I didn't resonate with. I didn't like the location I was working. I didn't like the people I was working with. I've burned out on clients that I didn't like working with. I've burned out on boredom, just being bored, going through the motions with my techniques and feeling like I've been doing the same kind of massage over and over again, having no creativity that I'm expanding into. I've also burned out from not earning enough, just feeling like I'm struggling to just make my bills every month and I'm working for somebody else, getting paid, you know, 20 to 30% or whatever they're charging. And just feeling like I have to work so hard to just pay my bills barely. Uh, So I've burned out on not earning enough. I've burned out on not satisfying ambition. You know, I I do feel like I'm very ambitious and I'm multi-talented. And so I needed to have other creative outlets in my life and other side projects to keep me interested versus just focusing on my practice. So those are the, some of the main reasons why I've burned out. I just I think it's a variety of reasons that people don't consider. And, and one reason that doesn't apply to me, but I see in the field, I think some people really aren't meant to be body workers long term. Some people just don't love it that much. They just don't yeah. have the passion, and they really need to get out of the field and do something that they really do love and they have passion for. Sometimes I feel like people go into the massage and bodywork field because they are in a transition in life and they don't know what else to do and it's just something to kind of do in the interim. Right. So that's one reason it doesn't apply to me. I've always loved doing bodywork. I still love doing bodywork. I'm a bodyworker like to my core. And so some people don't have that and I think they experience burnout. But, you know, it could be any of the other reasons that I mentioned as well. Yeah, and I think we've all been there. I've been there. (laughs) So uh, what is your effective solution then? I have a framework that I teach, and it's the four pillars of success, which are mindset, technique, self-care, and business. Those are really the four key areas that one needs to develop and work on consistently to feel like they are going to make it in this field and experience success and avoid burnout and have a long-term career. Okay. So going, going back to your, your own burnout, was there kind of like one pillar in particular that you, you had to focus on for yourself or was it kind of the amalgamation of all of it? I would say it was all four equally, but if I were to emphasize massage therapists focus on one that is the most important one, and it is mindset for sure. Yeah. So I want to kind of go deeper in depth about each of the four pillars. How does each one individually help therapists? Okay. So let's start with mindset. Yeah, obviously. And (laughs) (laughs) let's start with the most important one. Yeah, there's a lot of key things with mindset. I think massage therapists have the tendency to overgive, like uh, the Mother Teresa kind of martyr thing where they're giving, giving, giving and feeling like they have to struggle or they have to not take care of themselves or not earn at a certain level financially 
because they're doing good work in this world, which is only half true. You do want to do good work in this world, but you don't have to compromise yourself so much. You don't have to struggle that hard and you don't have to, you know, compromise your health. So I think that's a key mindset piece there is how can we have it all? How can we help people? And then in the realization that the more we help ourselves, the more we are able to help people. That's a very key mindset piece there. Another thing that I, I've had to really focus on in the beginning of my career, I was so young getting into this. And I remember my mentor said to me, Melinda, you were spoiled <laughs> as a child and you don't really know what it is to think about others you're always focusing on yourself. He, he was basically telling me that I'm narcissistic and selfish and that I don't know how to think of other people. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so I, I had this task that he wanted me to accomplish and it was to go down to a homeless shelter and give my time to the homeless shelter so that I could see what it is to be of service and to truly give of my time and to make my time and my energy not just about me, but to make it about others. That was a humongous shift. And that's something that I do see until we get into that heart-centered space where you're really being of service. Like it's a spiritual practice for you to get out of your own head, stop worrying and thinking about yourself and your own life and to really just be of service to others, which is kind of contrasting to what I just said, how we overgive. Right. <laughs> so we're trying to find this balance. You know, people who who can't get out of their own head and, and um, don't know how to get into that heart-centered service space, they really need to do that. But then once they're, we're in that space, you don't want to go to the other extreme where you're giving so much that you're burning out. So somewhere in the middle there is a great balance. I think those are two key mindset pieces there. I could continue on forever. Maybe we'll just leave it with those two. And uh, so how, do, how did you eventually come up with the, the whole four pillars of success? Like, where in your journey did that start? Well, let's see. Four years ago, I was working with mentors and coaches on getting my massage practice to a very high level. And once we did that, once I had, like, crossed the six-figure-a-year mark, it was, like, an, this amazing accomplishment. And then I did it again the second year, and then I did it again the third year. And by the third year, it felt to me that I had reached this level of success that was ingrained in me now and it, it was a moment where I thought okay I need to teach this now now that I've achieved a certain level of success I want to share what I know with others and so then I developed continuing education classes in business self-care and technique and this was uh, due to my mentors and coaches suggesting it's time for you to be a leader now in your field. You have all these years of experience. You have all this wisdom that you've accumulated. You have a track record of success that you can share with others, showing that you've been there, you've done it, you've created this, you know, on the outside, what seems success to most massage therapists. How are you going to move forward now with sharing this? And so then it was, what have I done? You know, this contemplation, like what does make me successful? And so after probably really a year of contemplating my content, we realized it was these four things that make me unique. And also recognizing the other people in our field who are in the top 10%. 
you know, they're all mastering these four pillars as well. And I have a number of colleagues that I would consider to be in the top 10%. And they have mastered mindset, technique, self-care, and business. And so it was just really my own contemplation of my own career and then looking at others' careers and seeing we all have this in common. And if there are any therapists who don't have these four pillars developed, it seems like they're struggling or they burn out or, yeah, they're just not in the top 10%. So tell me a little bit about your mentoring service for LMTs. Um, What do you offer for therapists in need? Yeah, so after teaching continuing education for a year, I I realized it wasn't as effective. And for me, I'm in it for the results. You know, I want massage therapists to get to my level. I want to see them growing in their career. And honestly, teaching a CE class, it just, I felt like I was giving them information and then I was hoping they would actually follow through and having no idea if they did. And that's not fun to me. (laughs) So I decided to pivot and go into one-on-one mentoring and coaching, which is what worked for me. So that's why I'm so passionate because I know it worked for me. I can I know it works for others. So now I offer one-on-one mentoring in the form of a six-month program, which I call the Massage Success Mentorship Program. Basically, it's one phone call every week for six months. And I'm trying to analyze where they need development in the four pillars and then helping them develop. And it's a great accountability. We set goals every month. Really, it's for therapists who are trying to leave employment to be self-employed and open their own practices. And it's also for therapists who are struggling in their practices, and they really want to get to those higher levels, earning in the top 20%, maybe even the top 10%. So I'm all about private practice. I don't hire. I'm not a manager. And I'm not looking to help massage therapists who want to become managers. I'm really looking for those rock star private practitioners who know they want to make it themselves in private practice. So that's what I'm focusing on. And right now, my six-month mentorship is the most effective offering that I have. We start with a strategy call. Sometimes I will do a strategy call for someone who just wants to talk shop. Maybe they're not ready for the program or maybe they already are achieving some level of success that they're happy with. Uh, Some people who I consider high-level colleagues even just want to talk shop on a strategy call. So I do offer one-off calls for the person who wants to just kind of lean in with me and ask for tips and advice. In the future, I am turning all of my continuing education classes into home study courses. That's a big project for me this winter. So eventually I will have downloadable content if people want to go through my material themselves on their own, you know, at their own pace. Uh, So that will be in the future. Awesome. Yeah. And and I I like the fact that you kind of niche down, like you're, you're looking for very specific people, not people that want to stay in the the whole corporate gig or like, you know, they're wanting to be on their own. You know, it's so important Mm -hmm. for people to, to really niche down and find what they want to do. I think that's that's really important. Um, so, what, what are your top three tips for therapists to keep from burning out? Well, what you just said, finding your niche, that takes some time in the beginning for massage therapists. First of all, you have to explore all of the modalities that are available. There's possibly hundreds or thousands of different modalities. 
And you need to find the ones that you really resonate with, that you just love. You kind of click into place like this is what I want to do. And when I've worked with massage therapists who have found that, whether that's Thai massage or structural energetic therapy or craniosacral, they just, they love it. They're sold on it. They believe in it. And they just like have a craving, like I need to get this out in the world. This is what I was meant to do. That takes some time. I do think in the beginning years when you're being a little more of a generalist and not so niche down, you can still accomplish some success. We have to start there. You have to start somewhere. And in the process, learning about yourself, learning what you like, throwing things out that you don't like, get in some training. So you do have to get in trainings and you have to find the modality that you love and the way that you want to work. That's number one. Um, Number two, I would say healthy lifestyle. This is not emphasized enough. And I just know here I am 17 years in now, I cannot get away with an unhealthy lifestyle if I want to continue doing high level work. You know, I show up to a client session, I have to bring my A game every single session. And if I'm tired because I didn't get good sleep, if I haven't been exercising and I feel weak or atrophy, I'm like more prone for injury. So I'm a huge um, preacher of living a healthy lifestyle, not only for longevity and to feel good and to do your best work, but we are in the health and wellness field. And I do feel like we should be a living example of health and wellness, considering we're in the wellness field. That's my opinion. Um, I think we should look look like a massage therapist. But that's celery juice. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we've been drinking that every morning, and it's it's gross. But anyway, sorry. Did you did you hear about that from Medical Medium? I did. Did you know that Medical Medium he was born and raised in the town that I work. Really? Yep. So that would be Connecticut, right? That is New Canaan, Connecticut. He went to New Canaan High School. Wow. That's pretty awesome. (laughs) It is awesome. Yeah, the guys. So, okay. So number two, sorry to interrupt, is health and wellness lifestyle. Yeah, and I I think what I see are massage therapists who really just focus on massage and body work, which is one aspect of healthy living, And you do need to focus on that. We all need to drink the Kool-Aid and believe in what we do, of course, but it's not the only thing that our clients need to do or that we need to do to be healthy. And I have all these different areas that I think are the basics. Meditation, massage and body work, exercise, nutrition, supplements, detoxing, getting good sleep and rest, um, spending time in nature, and happiness practices. So I think those are those are kind of like your basic healthy living lifestyle. Number three is you have to make changes every year. You have to adapt. So like I said, every year I burn out. What did I burn out this last year? I was feeling like I needed to incorporate a new modality that I'm interested in. So I did another modality training and I added it into my practice. I'm having fun with it. It's fun to do something new. My clients appreciate that I'm bringing in something new. I also raise my rates every year. Raising my rates every year means I can take less appointments, which is so nice and still make the same money. Um, So yeah, when you're looking at your career, 
every year, how could you be happier? Is there a client that you dread? Like, oh, this person's on my schedule. Maybe you should let them go. Maybe you should refer them out. You know, um, maybe there's people in your life that are bringing you down and you're going to have to do an inventory of your personal life. You know, what's making you happy? What's making you burn out? So I feel like every year we have to do this like audit of our personal and professional life and make changes. That's huge That's to really, avoid yeah, burnout. That's really important. Never really thought about it that way. But yeah, if, if you want to, you know, keep yourself from mentally burning out. Yeah, that's that's an important one, doing mental self-auditing. All right, Melinda. Well, my final question here is, where can therapists find you on social media? I am on Facebook heavily, I would say. I have, obviously, my Facebook business page, Melinda Lou, but I have my own private group, Melinda Lou's LMT Mentoring Support, which is where I do Facebook Lives, I promote my free master classes that I teach every month and I post inspirational content and people can ask me questions in that group. I'm also on Instagram, I would say less heavily than Facebook. And those are the primary areas that I'm on social media. And of course, my website is melindaloo.com. Awesome. All right. Well, I thank you so much for coming on today. It was really, really a lot of knowledge bombs dropped. So that's pretty awesome. I, I hope everybody can pick something up from this. And I will talk to you again later. Hope to have you on soon. Thanks, Zach. Hey, everybody. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share this with another LMT friend that you feel could benefit from this episode, as well as commenting and leaving a good review. I also have a Facebook group, Successful Body Worker Tribe, and we all talk about things like self-care, business building, and everything fun in between. So you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Successful Body Worker. See you all on the inside.